0: Hey everybody, Chad Madden here, and I'm with a special guest today, and it's a BPTM, I'll say couple, who are also clinic owners, and they have a really unique win to share. And I want to get into that because I think it's it's the dream for many of us, and we realize that we have limited time, we're not going to be practice owners forever, and we are going to exit our practice. And there's two owners here represented by Kathy, but uh, Kathy and Joe Scarpedo, I want to dive into their story, what they went through, and also get some advice from Kathy on how you, you two can do the same exact thing. So welcome to the call here, Kathy.
1: Thank you. Welcome.
0: Thanks. Can you give us a little bit of background for you and Joe when you started your private practice, uh, where you're at, like how many staff you have, what your practice looks like?
1: Sure. Uh, well, I've been a PT for 33 years, Joe a little less than that, but we opened our practice about 19 years ago. We started out with just one location, Joe and I. And we grew throughout the years. We opened our second location about eight years ago. So now we're up to two locations. We have uh, 20 is our um, staff, including front desk and therapists. In one location, we have three full-time PTs. That's in this location. Three full-time PTs, a full-time PTA, and a part-time PTA, two aides. In our other location, we have two full-time PTs, a full-time PTA, and a part-time PTA with an aid. Um, We see right now, we're in the mid 200s visits per week in this location and the other one is in the like 175, 180 range.
0: Okay, great. So you're about 425, 425, 450 visits a week total. Yeah. Very cool. So that was the start, and then you had a big win recently that you shared, and actually is why we're here today. So, can you share uh, your big win and what you and Joe did, and sure. in as much detail as you'd like?
1: I certainly will. So, huge win, very huge. We started, we started uh, killer marketing back in March of 2016. Back then, we didn't have a lot of control. We were busy, but we didn't have a lot of control over when we were busy or when we weren't busy. Some days were good, some weeks weren't, and um, without knowing why or when. We started Killer Marketing, and very quickly, that funnel got tight, and the patient visits started going up. We scaled, and we got so busy that we had to start hiring more staff to handle the busyness. When we first started Killer Marketing, our initial goal was to keep the practice, scale up, pull out, And just sit back and work on the practice, not in it. We tried uh, very hard, but what we found, our, our biggest stumbling block to that was the busier we got, the busier Joe and I got. And finding staff to take the burden off of us became increasingly difficult. I not only treated patients, but I also ran the front office. So I was in charge of insurance and collections and managing the front desk and it began to get very overwhelming. Family life, thank God Joe and I are together at work because if we weren't, we wouldn't see each other. We were in the office from eight o'clock in the morning till 8.45, nine o'clock at night, three days a week, maybe eight to five, two other days. Our weekends were filled with doing payroll, running to the store, getting office supplies, Doing bills for the office. There, there wasn't a whole lot of extra time, but we made the best of it, and we just enjoyed being together. So then we, uh, we were approached by a company, a middleman company, many times throughout the years, asking if we were interested. I was never interested. Joe always was the man with an open ear, listening to what they had to say. The last time they had approached us was right before killer marketing. It was not the time to consider this at all. Uh, we have four children. Two are out of college. Two are still in college with two years to go. It was three years to go at that time. One's going to be a PT in a couple of years from now. So we really, selling was not on the table at all. We thought we would just hand it over to her. So we had the discussion. We, we were a little curious to see what our practice was worth. So we went into the discussion. We listened. We gave them all the data they needed, patient visits, referrals, um, Percentage of population of patients, Medicare, workers' comp, no fault, all that type thing. We gave them all the data. We finally learned what an EBITDA was for the first time and realized that our practice was worth something, but it wasn't enough to walk away, especially with kids in college. So we dove deep into killer marketing and figured, you know what, if that, with those numbers, we could just get busier, become more profitable, and just pull out. It kind of didn't work because. We wore too many hats at the time, and I feel like that is, if I was starting out again, I would try not to wear as many hats, but mm-hmm. it's difficult to find the people that can do it as good as you. That's my problem. I don't think people can do it as good, so I just do it myself. So not a good move when you want to pull out, but that's okay. We did killer marketing. It, it was phenomenal. We did started workshops. We, we were doing testimonials. Our walls are filled with testimonials. Things were were going real well. Our reputation in town was soaring, and they knocked on our door again. This time, it was a little later, and um, our EBITDA kept going up. So I said, you know what, let's let's see where we are now, because now Joe and I are tired. We are, let's see, how old am I, 56? Joe's, uh, I was born in 61, what's the math, 56. Okay, Joe's 57. Um, If we didn't have two more years of college, we'd like to retire, but you know, you got to be realistic. We have uh, children in college and weddings coming up someday. We're, we're not at that point. So, but we need to slow down and, and just enjoy life. Life's too short. We need to relax. So, um, worked up our numbers and what I did the first time when the number was too low, which I recommend anyone to do. I knew what I wanted. I didn't know how to get it as far as knowing my worth multiples and all those things. So I backtracked with them. I said, okay, I I see this is fair. Your evaluation is fair. But if this is what I want at the end of the day, where do I need to be? You know, where where does my EBITDA need to be so that we're in the ballpark? And that was a a great discussion. We had that discussion all the way back in May when we had our first um, letter of intent from then when when it was a little too low. But we... um, gave us goals to, you know, if we do want to ever sell, we know what we have to do, where we have to be. And Breakthrough PT Marketing gave us all the tools to be able to do that, because we never would be where we are today if we didn't implement, if we didn't do everything. And we implemented 100% everything we could not could do, and it worked. So... We knew what we had to do. We laid low, said okay, we'll keep in touch, and put our nose to the grindstone. And every month, I would recheck the EBITDA, and all of a sudden, it started getting to where, you know what, I'm getting really, really tired. Joe's getting tired. Let, let's talk again. You know, maybe we can push it a little. And we did. We we talked again in uh, April of 2017, which was a little less than a year later, and everything turned around, and we were finally in a different ballpark. So we uh we pushed the button made the move and here we are we're uh, on the other side of the bridge
0: so just to be clear you sold a significant part of your business and you did really well with that
1: that's yes. the big one yes. the huge win is yes you know as for 19 years of practice we would at the end of the year bonus our employees right sometimes we and and before breakthrough pt marketing we had no measure how to do that you know how do you incentivize how do you bonus we would say, you know what, let's give everybody a week. Let's give everybody two weeks. And then when I was reconciling it to the end of the year, there was like sometimes no profit left. We're like, we're giving them our profit. So one thing Breakthrough PT Marketing was, gave me a business head to, to realize that it, it's all a numbers game. You know, things make sense. The, the putting 10% away that you told us to do, huge. If I did that from day one, I, I might not have to sell. I, I would have all that money in the bank. But... Yeah. I didn't. You know, I was late to the late to the game, so that's okay. But we were, yeah, then you get to the point where you want to retire in three to five years. How do you do that? How do you do that without having, you never had a a pension, you don't have a profession that has all that. The only thing we have is what we saved ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, there were two options. Number one, keep the practice and pull out and just keep, banking the profit, or sell it. Hmm. Since uh, scenario one, we were having a difficult time putting all the chess pieces in place to be able to do that and just found ourselves doing more and more and not taking a vacation. We realized that wasn't going to work. And the option two of selling, then we figured we had to find a partner that we could still be true to ourselves every day when we come to work because we still are going to work. Um, we still have those two kids in college, so we're not out totally out. But it, it had to be with people who uh, saw the same vision as we did. So looked through the same set of glasses. And we did. We're, we're very blessed. You know, we feel as much about them as we did when we met BTPM. Because never before had we met a marketing group that thought like us, worked like us. Um, you felt like family from day one. And it, it's the same kind of scenario.
0: Cool. So congratulations, first of all. Thank you. Very big win. And it's something that few practice owners ever get to do or go through that process. So you did awesome, uh, from what I understand, in terms of what you shared so far, not only here, but also in the Insight Circle Group. Kathy, I I want you to go back before 2016. Had you and Joe ever talked about going through a merger and acquisition before 2016?
1: We had. Several times throughout the year, we were approached. You know, everyone gets the phone calls. And Mm -hmm. like I said, Joe would listen. But I was never ready. I really always wanted to just grow, give the practice to our daughter who's going to be a physical therapist. But the the more we grew and the more responsibility that we took on ourselves, I also learned I wanted her to have all the choices that open to her. And I didn't want to put her, peg her into a hole where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, if she wanted it, she could. But I wanted her, she also... Uh, has a very serious boyfriend who's also a physical therapist. You know, if it's something they wanted, they should be able to make it their own. Uh, I wouldn't want them to walk into the amount of responsibility and stress that we had. They need to yeah. live their life and enjoy it.
0: So if, if you think back before, and it sounds like uh, at least one of the barriers was having the EBITDA, which just for everybody here is uh, is is basically earnings or a profit level. Do you remember what it's for? Earnings before interest, taxes, deduction. I have no
1: idea. It's EBITDA. Yeah. It's
0: EBITDA. It's <laughs> profit.
1: That's it, all I know. It should be profit.
0: Yeah. It's it's your profitability level on an annual basis or a 12-month trailing, it sounds like you were keeping track. Yeah. 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 So, um, And that wasn't where you wanted it to be in order for you to exit prior to 2016. So can you talk about um, some of the barriers that you had? Because, I mean, there's an assumption there that if you have new patients, you talked about tightening up your funnel. So if you have new patients coming through and they're getting the plan of care, uh, they're completing their plan of care and they're getting the results that they need. So we have a high quality of care, then EBITDA is going to go up as well. So can you talk through the barriers that you had before May of 2016 and then like the one or two realizations that you had now and how it affects, how it affected you getting the result that you and Joe were looking for?
1: Well, I think one of the biggest things, and I did learn from BPTM is looking where do you want to be. I think for, I would say, 17 years of our practice, we never, even though we thought where do we want to be, we never got specific with where do we want to be, what are our goals at the end of the year, at the end of the day. We just worked day to day. We just went to work, treated our patients, never looked at are we profitable? Or are we not profitable? We just made sure we gave good care. We were busy, we treated the patients. we were generous to our, generous to our staff without having a business head of really looking and critically looking at putting ten percent away and where are you on efficiency and on spending and all those things we We just didn't. We just were very happy treating patients and doing good and, and having enough you know, money in the bank at the end of the day and paid our bills and all was well, and we were able to meet payroll. So we, we never really thought that by looking at EBIT. I never looked at EBIT. I never looked at that before. You were trying to decrease it so you didn't have to pay taxes at the end of the year. So, <laughs> you know, stupid, you know. Um, so once you really look at those things and realize that, what is the value of your practice? I never knew how to evaluate the value of my practice. And that's one thing a a practice owner should know early on is how to evaluate their practice. So Mm -hmm. I would recommend to anyone, if they get a call and, and someone's willing to put them through the paces and give them a value of their practice, there's so much knowledge to be learned in that. You might not be ready to push the button, but you gain knowledge. You know where you need to be, what you need to do. And I wish I would have gone into that much earlier so that I would have looked at a lot of things. So our biggest barrier really was ignorance of not knowing what to track, not knowing from the financial side what people looked for in acquisitions, Smart. Or what made the difference in multiples, you know, what makes, you know, what makes what is the multiple? You know, wh- where do you start? You know, wh- what's the going rate? What makes one company give you more than another company? You mm-hmm. know, cool. I didn't have any of that knowledge.
0: And I, I think we just introduced Joe there for a half a second. I, I thought I just saw him pop by the, the door there. Oh, did but, he? Yeah. <laughs> I think he just looked in. Hey, Joe. Um, so, okay, I got it on the barrier. And then once you started with us, uh, BPTM going through killer marketing, well, you can share this or not. You can be as general or as specific as you want. But did you try anything in the past to influence the value of your company, to grow your company?
1: Prior to killer marketing? Yeah. Well, we try different marketing groups, the major ones. Can I say who they are or not? Do you care? You uh, know, I, I, if it's going to be two, negative, uh, we'll did- just
0: try to... It, no I mean it really you, you we, it.
1: we learned from each of them, you know, I have mm-hmm. to say, we did measurable solutions, we did survival strategies, we did practice builders, mm-hmm. and from each we gained something, mm-hmm. but none of it was anything like what we gained from Bptm and a lot of it was the same stuff, a lot of it you know the knowledge base, the metric tracking tone scales it 's the same information put a different way and you guys just, just hit a home run with it because you, you talk our language. You know, if you look at the the um when you want to communicate, I'm sure you're familiar with the ARC triangle, affinity, reality, communication. In order to communicate better with a person, you need affinity, which likability. You have to have the same reality to some degree, see things the same way, and you have to be able to communicate. If you can improve any of those things, your communication I- improves. BPTM, you know, had all three. You know, they were likable. They looked at the world the way I did and Joe did, and communication was was key. So that's why things just just worked, really worked great.
0: Cool, good to hear. Because I, I've been as a practice owner, I've been through many of those courses as well. And the goal of what we're trying to create in terms of a platform, a learning platform, is that owners can take the information, implement it, and Hit a home run, exactly. Um, Cool. And then once you started with us, what happened? So that was May of 2016. Can you talk about uh, like what you started implementing? You don't have to go through all the systems, but what started to happen? I think you said you're around uh, like four twenty-five to four fifty a week right now. Do you remember where you were at visit wise in beginning of 2016?
1: I could look those up. Um, Not there. We 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 were. Probably, let me think, probably in the 300, maybe 300 range for okay. both offices combined. Yep. But we, we started implementing, um, you know, just, just in the order we were, we were instructed, but I, I couldn't implement fast enough. I, I think we came home from the first boot camp and before boot camp, I think right after i just started my videos i ordered our green ink letters i had testimonials on the wall i mean we did everything as fast and as fast as we could and it just really really it it just really the patients loved it you know they loved everything they 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 would come in with their letters in their hand they When I would send an email, they were besides themselves that they got an email from me. More patients email me to this day because of that one email, that one line email I sent out asking them if they had any pain. It just sparked them to to begin a dialogue with me, just randomly telling me about their kids. So we, we implemented everything, the workshops that was huge too. That was really huge. Joe killed workshops. He was, he was great. I was his assistant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he true. was, he just killed it. He did the five minute miracle every time. But again, we couldn't do that without learning the techniques from, um, you know, Joe and Dan were great at that. I would, everyone's got to go to their course. It, it's unbelievable. So we, we just did, we did do product X, but because of geographical, we had limited version. Mm-hmm. So that didn't do too much for us, I think, because a limited version of it. I was doing my own Facebooking for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, But if it had the Facebook component, it would have done better, I think. But at that point, we really started having to put on the brakes because the funnel was just streaming in the patients and we couldn't handle the volume. So the one thing great about these um, marketing techniques is you can just Pull up on the brake, you know, push down on the brake, pull up on the brake when you did it. And finally we had a faucet that we had control over and I didn't need to call the plumber. It was great.
0: Yeah. Great. So uh I wanna take a second here and uh embarrass Kathy a little bit because uh at of all the boot camps that we've ever had here in Harrisburg, and probably any boot camp that we've had anywhere, and they've grown tremendously now, we have hundreds of people in each one, but uh probably the best study ethic and question, like you could just I, and I remember exactly where she was sitting uh, at the first boot camp that we had here. And um, off to the right side, she and Joe were over there, and she was just asking questions on everything. And it was all, and she was asking good questions, the right questions, like, how do I implement this? Help me understand. How do I get this in place? And uh, so, amazing student. And th- the big story is here she and Joe had a dream, they had some barriers to overcome to get the outcome that they were looking for, but they went through and actually did the work they wrote down what they wanted to achieve, and then they implemented to the point that they actually achieved that. Then they had a successful sale of their practice, which is huge. It's you know, it's not uh, what I want to say. It's not a, as rare as a lotto ticket, but it's pretty close. It's very rare that a, an owner, a PT owner gets a successful exit of their practice, and especially at the level that they wanted to, and they were able to do that. And I don't want you to think that it was just luck or something like that. They put the work in, they had amazing study ethic, and they had awesome work ethic of both Kathy and Joe and their entire staff. So I I don't want that to go missed here, that it was some sort of random luck or a a strike of lightning. The reason that you were able to have success, it was the study ethic and work ethic that that you brought to the table.
1: Oh thank you. I uh yeah, Joe always calls me that cool nerds. I love school. I uh <laughs> I think I got home from boot camp and I typed up a whole manual. I didn't know we were going to get one in the mail. <laughs> but I had a whole binder of of everything. So I had my, I printed everything I could, but that's okay. It it's it was great. But you know, and the great thing about this is yes, we we reached our goal professionally, which was such a great win, but in our story it you, you told us about The Miracle Morning and, and how great a book that was, I remember. And I read it right away. And one of the, one of the things um, I talked about was setting your goals not only for your professional life, but for your personal life. Where do you want to be uh, three to five years from now, which is something we had never done. We live day to day. And our goal was always to retire down in um, Lavalette, New Jersey, a beachside community where we have a summer home. But you had said, be specific. You know, so I got very specific and I came home from boot camp and I wrote it down in my book. I I really did. I have the book here. Wrote it down that in three to five years, we wanted to not only um, pull out of uh, the practice, but we also wanted to find a home on the Bayfront that we could retire in. So at the same time as all of this happening, literally within weeks of we're going to sell the business a property which would have never come up for sale, came up for sale, which we never would be able to buy if everything, all our you know, ducks were not in a row. So now we're at the point in our life where we are building our retirement home right in the place that I've always wanted and Joe always wanted. The practice has been sold. We're, we're still doing what we love to do at much less hours. We're actually, actually went home on a Monday night and cooked, cooked dinner. Cool. The kids were very happy to eat. So it's affected our life all around, not just financially. It's, you know, our future, just like we wrote it. I can't believe it. I, I feel like this is, I can't believe all these positive things are happening at one time. But it's because we set the dream and we wrote it down. And we, we set our goals and we went after them.
0: Cool. So the, the one thing I love about VBTM, I, I just have to mention this person because it's who introduced it in the community to me is uh, Stacy.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Uh, Ray, Ray Buckshot. So yes. she... She introduced the miracle morning to me and then I shared it with everybody because I thought it was amazing once I started doing it. So quick shout out to her. The other thing, if you can talk about it, Kathy, is uh, like there was life before, which was a little bit stressed, I think. So uh, in an average week, how many hours a week were you and Joe in the business or thinking or
1: talking about the business? Oh, well, actively working on it, probably about 70 hours a week, but yeah. talking about it, 24 seven. You know, right. when, when you work with your husband and you're always talking about it, trying to find vacation coverage for this person or talking about this, we, we were consumed. Um, we would go shopping and be buying things for the office um, instead of just for us. We were totally consumed and it was getting as much as we love what we do. We love our patients. We love our line of work. We're tired and we, we wanted to have more relaxation time. So
0: are you getting that now?
1: We are, but we, we are, let me see, September 9th or September 8th was our close. Is that so? You can come on in. Um, we closed September 8th. So we are on the bridge. We're, we're not totally, we're in integration. Um, so we're not totally on the other side of the rainbow yeah. um, because we're still meshing things together. Okay. But our responsibility level and our timing has totally dropped. Right now, we're just working documentation. It's a new software, you know, all that type of working out the kinks. But we're working eight-hour days instead of 12-hour days. So that's huge. Our weekends, we, I don't have to worry about doing the bills or the payroll, or Joe does not have to go to Target and get paper towels for the office anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, our, our weekends are becoming our own, which is, which is great
0: so you you see where this is headed for you in the future especially as you continue to integrate and shed responsibility and turn that over to the to the new company what does that mean for you and joe long term and also your four children
1: quality of life number one definitely quality of life and you know where we're joe and i are at the point where we have to reset since that three to five year plan we, we almost done we have a lot of checks off on that list we have to redo that list again and see where we're going from here one thing I do love about this company, Professional Physical Therapy, when we sat down right before acquisition with the owner, he asked us the same question. This is, this is you know, They talk the same language. They said, where do you want to be three to five years? If you want to still treat, you treat. If you want to pull out, we'll make you an exit strategy. If you want to do marketing, if you want to do education, we will find a position for you. So right now, we're not sure. You know, professionally, what we want to do. I think Joe may want to do. Um, what is that? Where you uh, American Picker? That's. I think that's who he wants to do, right, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. I want to paint some furniture, but I also. Um, I don't know. You really got me started on this marketing thing. I don't know. I. I think I, I've got a bug that that it's killing me. I need to. I need to scratch it a little bit. Okay. But. Um, yeah, it, it's huge because we're going to have the time now. We have to take four weeks vacation. You have to.
0: Sounds horrible. So
1: it's it's terrible. Before <laughs> we, we we're lucky if we got one. From day what Yeah, and a half. yeah, we haven't had a week uh, week off in a year and a half. You can come next to me. So we um, from day one, my responsibilities for front office were done. I I didn't have to schedule the front office staff. I didn't have to worry about any of that billing. I just have to finish up my cleanup from. ProCare um, and do collections because the way on some acquisitions, they take your AR um, mm-hmm. in ours, we kept it. Mm-hmm. So um, I do have to clean that up and continue to make sure we get as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But it's our time. So I, I feel like we have a lot more control over our own time now.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like you have more choices as well.
1: We do. You, we, you we, we have choices.
0: You get to paint the future a little bit.
1: Yeah. So we have to get some paintbrushes and figure out where we want to go. Cause like when I tell you, we did this and said where do we want to be in three to five years? We got check marks on this list that I can't believe these were dreams we put on a piece of paper. Yeah. So we're going to get out, you know, get that paintbrush out and start making another list.
0: Very cool. Well, you and Joe are great people. Awesome study ethic, awesome work ethic and great PT owners. So, uh, You deserve it. You deserve everything that you've gotten, and uh, I'm I'm sure the future holds a lot for you as well. By the way, within BPTM, we are hiring for a marketing intern right now, (laughs) so maybe I'll help you scratch that itch. But uh, oh,
1: there you go. Yeah, okay. We we can we can talk (laughs) offline. We can talk offline in a minute. But yes. But if anyone has any questions on the process, you know, what are they looking for? What would make me more valuable? I'd love to answer those questions.
0: Yeah. And I know you have a slide and some other information, Kathy. We'll get that and we'll put it in a link. Um, okay. For everybody that's watching that as well. I, I think that's super helpful that you did that for everybody. So thank you so much for doing this and uh, congratulations to you and Joe once again.
1: All right. Thank you. If anybody has any questions, you can contact us. From, you, know, thank oh. you probably had some. Thank okay. you very much. Come Chad. in. The, go over here. You can hear me. He can see you. <laughs> Come here, Joe. Get on the screen. There you go.
0: But you're going to translate for me? Oh. <laughs> So just just again, thank you for for Chad and, and his group because we couldn't have done this without without them.
1: Did you hear that? Did I you did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Came
0: through crystal clear. Yep.
1: There you go. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we would it would, happen. Happen. It we would were, not have.
0: As you said, we went through all types of marketing See?
1: courses and, I uh, didn't lie. Uh,
0: this was uh, this was the, the best.
1: Yeah, this is yeah. a winner, home thank run. You. So good
0: job, Joe. A- Congratulations.
1: So yeah, reach out to me guys and I, I can help you with anything.
0: Thank you.